This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Give me the update. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. Dirt. We want the dirt. On My Talk. My Talk. Did you want to tell me something? Lucille Ball died in 1989, 30 years ago, from a rupture of the aorta. But she has uh, may have been dealing with heart issues for years before that. There's a show on the Reels channel called Autopsy, The Last Hours of, and then they uh, usually highlight a celebrity. So it's Autopsy, The Last Hours of Lucille Ball. They have determined, or pathologists uh, have determined, that she was taking poppers. Wow. For years before. Um, those, those are liquid inhalants, and they're usually associated with sex. Um, so as early as 1984, she was doing that. So for five years taking poppers. Um, yeah. yeah, that can blow up your heart. Absolutely. Uh, the, yeah. the real name is amyl nitrate. It's a prescription drug to treat pain in the chest. That's It was actually prescribed to her. So... Mm. Was it something off the street? But interesting uh, thing, I didn't even know this show existed. No. Cool. Did you, Lex? No. What network is this it's again? It's uh, Reels Network. Oh, on Reels. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wonder how our family feels about that, though. I don't know. I mean, it was a prescription, but who knows? Yeah. Okay. Uh, now, Arrow, if you're a fan of the show Arrow on the CW, that is ending. Um, the CW, it's a very long-running show for them. Uh, it's eighth season was just announced that they will be doing that, and now they are saying this will be the final season. It's popular. Oh. I don't know why they, why it's ending so quick. Yeah, uh, the star of it, Stephen Amell. Yeah. yeah, well, he, you know, he's been playing this role for quite a long time now. Um, he says that uh, there's so much to say, uh, but you can't be a vigilante forever. <laughs> now oh. I just want to see it say thank you. It could be that he wants to move on. Yeah, you know? be. Do the show without yeah, him. It, no, probably not. Yeah, because yeah. it has, it has, it, it's been a long time. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Idris Elba is joining the squad. Uh, sources say that he is the choice to replace Will Smith as Deathshot in Suicide Squad, the sequel. Cool. So, um, I wasn't a huge fan of Suicide no, Squad. I was, not. Uh, I was disappointed. Yeah, I, it had so much hype and everything, and I just thought it was kind of all over the place. But I think this is a great choice. Yeah. yeah, he's awesome. You just look at him and think superhero. Oh my gosh, yes. I mean, we all know that he is James Bond, even though he do- isn't given the role. Oh, um, he's so he's, yeah. he's the best. He should be. He's fantastic. James Bond. All righty. Let's see here. Um, I don't know what's going on. It looks like I didn't list. Let's see. TV tonight. Here we go. What is on TV? Superstore on NBC. Uh, we have Hollywood Medium on E. Um, we have a series premiere of The Order on Netflix as well. Uh-huh. And that's the latest dirt. You can find more at mytalk1071.com. Okay.
Greg. Appreciate the info. Dirt Alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended Dirt Alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. Be back in an hour. Okay. And now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on my talk. Everything entertainment. I'm George W. Bush, and I approve this message. Thank you. Thank you, W. Oh, Welcome, everybody, to the nice. 6 o'clock hour. It's very nice. It's endorsing our show. It's very nice of them. Uh, 604, Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071 and streaming on our fabulous app. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McClain. Thanks for being here. Woo-hoo. Sit back, relax, let the three of us, uh, Looney Birds, entertain you for a little while, <laughs> and then get on with your day. How does that sound? Deal? Yes. Good. And then Let's continue to listen to my talk all day. Oh, uh, yeah, if you want. Okay. Just joking, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, free will and all, but sure, go ahead if you want to. Take us everywhere. Tap that app. That's right. Take us anywhere you want to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was, no matter what I uh, watched or read yesterday, Gail King was all over the place. Yes. And I, I got to tell you, I loved it because we didn't get too much into it because we already were in the weeds on serious stuff, and the three of us can only take so much serious stuff in one show. Mm-hmm. And, and we were yeah. right. Yes. Uh, and we we kind of deep, we kind of deep dove, deep dived into find uh, leaving Neverland yesterday, and it was, and then the R. Kelly interview was just too much for oh, one morning. Yeah. yeah, it was just we didn't want to bring you guys down. That's why we kind of stayed a little bit away. Elizabeth talked about Gail King's interview with R. Kelly on CBS this morning, but other than that. Girl, there's only so much our little heart can take. Yeah. Any hoodly. Mm-hmm. Gail, the reason I'm bringing this up is I was, as I, as I scanned through the internet all day long, I was noticing on all the sites, and I mean entertainment sites, uh, down the board, down the middle, uh, newspapers, liberal uh, sites, conservative sites, Sports publications, mm-hmm. fishing magazines, <laughs> car and driver. Oh, yeah. I mean, everybody. <laughs> Beadworks. Every. Thank you. Thank, You're welcome. Bead Monkey Weekly. Yep. Everybody was praising Gail King's interview with R. Kelly. And if you haven't seen it, I would encourage you. Uh, uh, Colin, when I was talking about this last night, I was typing it into the rundown. He goes, uh, what are you, you working on the show? And I go, yeah. And I said, did you see this picture? And I showed him the picture, and he was con- he was very busy yesterday, so he was kind of out of the loop. And the picture I'm referring to that accompanied every headline was that now I con- I think it, it will be synonymous with Gail King for her entire career. Yeah. It's the, you know, Lex, you know what shot I'm talking oh, about? Course. It is this yes. gorgeous, it's this gort, not gort, well, it is. It's a stunning photo of Gail King sitting completely composed with her hands folded in her lap on the chair Mm -hmm. as R. Kelly is standing above her, mouth open, pointing Mm -hmm. in aggression and rage. Yeah, he's at Ford's. He's right in the middle of the chairs and yeah. Pointing at the camera. He's not pointing at Gail. He's pointing at the the, the camera, his his close-up camera behind Gail. It's very dramatic. Very dramatic. And that, that shot was on every single, accompanied every single story. And the reason I wanted to bring it up today was, is, I, I've always been a Gail fan because I'm an Oprah fan and I loved when she was on Oprah. But I thought, you go, girl. She's so you, poised and professional. Well, and way to go. Not that she needs validation because Gail King, 
has had a great career. And a lot of people, if you're new to Gail, if you just started watching her on CBS this morning, some people have no idea. Gail has been a journalist longer than she's been known as Oprah's best friend. Mm -hmm. Gail King was a hugely popular anchor woman in Connecticut for decades. That's actually her. That's how Oprah and Gail met. There was a snow. They both worked at a TV station. There was a snowstorm and Oprah invited Gail to stay with her so she didn't have to drive. And they've talked every day on the phone since that day. And Gail, even during Oprah's heyday of the Oprah Winfrey show's heyday, Gail, the same time, had her own career. Um, And she was also managing the O Magazine. Yeah, later on, yeah, after she left TV, then then she became editor-at-large at, uh, well, she still holds a title, I believe, Mm -hmm. at, oh, the Oprah Magazine. And, but she's still, for a lot of folks, a lot of consumers, oh, she's Oprah's best friend. And when she was announced back in 09 or whenever CBS This Morning started, when she was announced as the one of the co-anchors, I read all of the reviews, the initial announcement, media writers scoffed. They're like, oh, what a lightweight. But I mm. guess you need I guess you need a lightweight because we'll let Charlie Rose do the heavy lifting and we'll let so and so other things. He was doing yeah. Oh, oh my lord. Oh, did she say that, Don? <laughs> she, she, I just yep. imagined something I can't <laughs> say. She, Bye, Charlie Rose. <laughs> did, did she say I think it's ridiculous. I know Tam mm-hmm. Mom, yeah. Tan Mom's um, still here? God, she's still no here. Way. Yeah. She's still here. <laughs> Quite frankly, I don't give a damn. Well, you know, okay. uh, And and so I read all of that, and now look at this. And I thought, yeah, see, get it, it, girl. Now everyone sees that she really is an excellent interviewer, and she's an excellent journalist because she sat there, and I rewatched the R. Kelly interview. That's what we're talking about if you just tuned in. I rewatched that interview, Lex, because I showed Colin, and I thought, this is a master class in interviewing and journalism. Because she calmly sat there, and she was still she prodded. Yes, she, she put was his feet to the fire. Oh yes, she did. But she she didn't let him. She even said it. She was, I don't want you just ranting to the camera. I thought that way. It was like that was another yeah. good moment. She goes, mm-hmm. I do, Robert. I don't want you just ranting to the camera. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Look at you, Gail King. This is an interview. We're having a conversation. Yes. Yep. And you want to get something out of this, and we want answers. So you ranting is not, but the calm, she she just sat there still and tall inside herself and never, you know, and people, I guess she said on CBS this morning that people, her daughter, her son, and Oprah texted her after the interview and said, oh my goodness, are you okay? Did you feel threatened? She was, I didn't feel threatened at all. She was not for one minute. Even when he was lurching over me, did I feel threatened? She goes, I didn't think he was going to clobber me or anything. She goes, now, maybe accidentally (laughs) he would knock over a light. But she was, I never felt, I never felt endangered. And she was actually, when the cameras went off, they had a final conversation, um, a calm conversation where she sat in his living room uh, where he has a Christmas tree. He keeps a Christmas tree up year round because it was... um, his mother's favorite holiday and I and so she he keeps so there's a shot of those two talking right before Gail left but I just I I, I, if you haven't watched it go watch it and any aspiring journalists out there or anybody that thinks journalism is dead or corrupt watch that interview 
And that's that's what journalism is. That's what a great interview is. That's what a great interviewer is. And, yeah. yeah. And I'm I was, happy she's getting her props. Yes. Me too. And, you know, she is that perfect mix of being professional and be, being a fantastic journalist, like you've said, too. But she's also very relatable. Yep. And she can also bring the fun, too, yep. which is what that broadcast needed. And what and what a hard think about what you just said, Lex. What what a hard combo for one person to. Yeah. To some, it's sometimes you have one wheelhouse. Sometimes your your strength is the light, the the features, or you. Well, look at Megan Kelly, skill right? Set. Exactly, robotic. Megan Kelly is a great example. Yes, she's robotic if she has to make muffins with Martha Stewart, <laughs> right. but she can do a great interview. Gail has all of the skills. She does, and that is rare. People, let me tell you, I work with a lot of I've worked with a lot of TV folks. That is rare to possess all of those qualities, and Gail has it. And to put a bow on this, it couldn't come at a better time because she is renegotiating her contract. Oh, perfect. <laughs> and let me yeah, Gail. And in one of the articles that I read yesterday said, it is now, it was assumed, but it is now official. They refer to Gail, I guess, within the organization, but now Gail King has become, they call her the heart of CBS News, that she is like a, she is a, a, a the player at CBS News. Who would have thunk it? <sighs> Taking you back to what Love I started it. saying. Ten years ago or eight years ago, whenever, she was, you know, jo- la- uh, kind of a laughing, not a laughing stock, but she was, eh, well, whatever. She's she's just there. She's Oprah's best friend. That's why she got the job. No. Nope, nope, nope. Gail, we love you. Yes. Coming up on uh, 614, we're going to take a break. When we come back, is there new? Is there a new word for conscious uncoupling? Mm-hmm. Alexis is <laughs> on it, girl. She's on the story. We'll tell you when we return. Dad joke from Alexis. Did you hear about the poetic quarterback? Down, set, hut, haiku. That was a haiku dad joke. Very poetic. From Alexis. Oh, that quarterback is funny. I uh, need some more coffee. I know. I need, <laughs> I need something. Uh, I need something a little stronger. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Rocco. He wrote those. Oh. Yep. Oh, Imaging so director. We can blame Ro- we'll blame Rocco. No, I, yeah, no okay. give him the credit, is what I'm saying. Those are fantastic. Okay. It's a dad joke written in a haiku. Wow. I mean, come on now. It's a great it's combination. Like, it's the best it's like of a- both worlds. It's a beautiful it's a beautiful pork egg roll or mm. like a double decker taco. Yeah. It's something you Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24/7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
Get a, the delicious taco wrapped in a delicious secondary tortilla. Glued yeah. together with nacho cheese. Yeah. And beans. Yeah. Yeah. And Hannah oh, Montana. Beans. Is it just beans or is it cheese? It's just beans, okay. yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh, i a, a double-decker taco. You know, mm-hmm. we had this conversation. I've never had uni- one. The great universal conversation, which is... What's your go-to Taco Bell order? Yeah. Most people on earth, it's a great conversation starter. It is. What is your go-to Taco Bell order? Lex, do you have one? Yeah, it's a chicken soft shell or a crunchy beef taco. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> it's so sad. Get, I don't want all that other crap. I just very, want to yeah, give me a, a taco. Very sad little order. Do you, do, you get, do you get just two tacos? Yeah, usually. Sometimes. Sometimes I'll get three. Okay. But just those two things, though. In any, yeah, generally it, uh, I stick to that. Sometimes I'll get a quesadilla, but that's maybe... Ooh, when you're feeling frisky. When I'm feeling a little frisky. Less sauce, though. Sometimes they drench that sauce in there, and that's too much. And Dawn, yours is, <laughs> I re- if I re- remember correctly, yours is similar to mine. What is yours? Um, I do like... Oh, gosh. What is that thing called? The cheesy gordita crunch? Cheesy gordita crunch. Yep. Yes. Oh. Yeah. That's that's quality. That's what Colin gets. Uh-huh. I get. And I'll get a bean burrito usually yep. with it. But, you that's know, right. I don't I don't if, if you get three items, you always think oh, I'm going to get three today. You feel awful afterwards. Just keep it to two people. Uh, this is I a little know. word of advice. Because uh, I sometimes get, get like a 12 pack. Oh, I love a 12 pack. But uh, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> uh, the uh, I'll get a double decker taco and a bean burrito. That's usually my go to. Yeah, those because you nuts. wait four minutes and they're just not good anymore. It's not like you can microwave those and feel better. No, you, know? you, yeah, ha- you, you feel have awful. To, yeah, yeah, you, you have to eat those <laughs> uh-huh. bean burritos quickly. Bro, yes, because they 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 collagulate and then collagulate. <laughs> <they, laughs> <laughs> <laughs> oh but, yeah. boy! Yeah, they get hard, and then you can start using it for caulking on your uh, tile. <laughs> Pretty much. Yep. Uh, uh, Lex, I I hear, and you're the master of language on our show. You're uh, you know you you always bring that. us. You always bring us the hottest new language, the hottest new terms. Yeah, like championship. Mm. Now uh, you haven't you found out about a new term or? Oh, I have a new word. Yes, and oh, and also, you have a new word. That's right. Right. Well, uh, if we're going to, if we're going start to the new everyone. start with everyone, the yeah. new uh, conscious uncoupling. We have to thank Gwyneth Paltrow for. She did an interview with InStyle. You know, she claims that yoga is popular because of her. Um, that gluten-free cookbook, she did one of the very first ones, and now, of course, you know, it's a big market, gluten-free. And she also says, you know, I, of course, made Conscious Uncoupling popular as well. Well, now she's claiming that she knows the next thing, too. So we have the new Conscious Uncoupling. She says it's psychedelics. I mean... Like LSD. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. What do you... What? She says, this is what she tells in style. I think... How psychedelics affect health and mental health and addiction will come into the mainstream. She says, I've never tried any of them myself. She's terrified, but she thinks that's the next thing. The, but it doesn't have anything to do with uncoupling. Right? No, no, it's just the new, the new fad. Me. I, I oh, thought... no, no, I'm sorry. The new fad that she is bringing forward because, okay. you know, to lead us down the right path as she does with goop. Oh, I see. And yeah. with conscious uncoupling, gluten free diet. Yoga. <laughs> I thought for some reason she meant 
use psychedelics to <laughs> consciously uncouple. Like ah. you both take LSD and then you go, we shouldn't be together. We're in an ultra we're state. seeing we uh, magic cats pop up from our <laughs> waterbed right now. You know, whatever. Yeah. And then this like, is no joke. We, we don't have to be together. It's fine. I'll marry that cat right there. <laughs> What's the having your death experience? It's not really there. <laughs> Do you oh, hear wind is. chimes? Oh, <laughs> right. That's not. Can he be saying that? No, well, no. I uh, mean, but I, let me, let me. Well, let me check the, let me check the Goop website and see. Legal if in most sell, places. Uh, so yeah, let me see if there's any. Any there's. Oh, I hate that I go to Goop so much that it's now in my bookmarks. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. And she's not selling anything yet. Oh, not well, yet. No, she's just no. saying that. You know, I. She's on the cusp of the newest thing. And he thinks that it's going to be psychedelic drugs to help with mental health, addiction, whole bunch of things. And we have heard that it has been used to help those who are addicted. But, I mean, I don't know about going into the mainstream. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, I don't know enough about that. I I, Yeah. So I won't speak on that, but. I don't know if this is going to be a thing, Gwyneth. I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. The other thing that she said in this interview, which I thought, hmm, I wonder how actors feel about this. She says, yeah, I have a few projects that are coming down and they're in, in development right now. And she said that she doesn't feel like she's an actor at all. In fact, she says that she's masquerading as an actor. What is she? Isn't that what acting is? You're masquerading? But oh, she just says, no, yeah. I'm not an actor. I don't consider myself an actor. And I'm now in this lifestyle space, but I masqueraded as an actor for many, many years. Okay, so she's <laughs> she's acting at, to be like, an actor. Yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's Travis very confusing. Writes to us, hey, Lex, Travis writes to us on Twitter. That's true. My doctor was telling me about the research that's being done on it. Oh, see, well, maybe she's she's got something going on there. Maybe. Mm. Who knows? We're going to take a break, everyone. Go grab uh, go grab some coffee. Don't <laughs> grab Gwyneth's stuff. And we'll be back <laughs> right after this. She's up on all the trends. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. There are things you need to know. Topping Google Trends and Entertainment, all the future Riverdale episodes will be dedicated to the late actor Luke Perry. That's what the creator says, um, including the episode that aired last night. That was the first to air and feature Luke Perry since his tragic death on Monday uh, after the Riverdale and 90210 actors suffered a stroke. Also trending, Chance the Rapper opened up about the first time he met his fiance, And people are loving this story because this is right uh, ahead of his wedding. He shared the story about how he first crossed paths with his soon-to-be wife, Kristen Corley, when he was just nine years old. Um, and then on Twitter, we have trending R. Kelly was taken into custody over unpaid child support. So things just haven't gone well for him. Uh, he's headed back to jail. He has been ordered to pay back roughly $161,000 he owes in child support. On Twitter, we have the hashtags Thursday Thoughts and National Serial Day. Uh, join My Talk 1071's Lori and Julia at the 2019 Susan G. Komen Race for the Cure. This is the annual event on Mother's Day, Sunday, May 12th at Southdale Center in Edina. You can get early bird pricing now through March 30th. Sign up at My Talk's Team LoJ at MyTalk1071.com, keyword race. Now you know what we know. See more at MyTalk1071.com. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. 
Everything Highlights Magazine. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McLean. I hate Facebook sometimes. It's just Uh a cesspool of negativity. What happened now? Oh, no. Actually, nothing. I I wasn't engaging, Lex. Don't worry. Don't worry. I wasn't wasn't engaging. I wasn't sure if there was something specific or (laughs) general statement. No, just general statement. Just, I don't know. You know, I actually, there was a catalyst to this random thought of mine as we come back from commercial. Um, uh, one of my friends, someone I enjoy following on Facebook because I love his political commentary and he's a businessman. He owns Lush um, in Minneapolis. Oh, yeah. Ken Darling. I, I uh, He's a darling. And I and I um, I enjoy I enjoy reading his posts like he probably posted something already this morning, but he was talking about. How a young friend of his um, is quitting Facebook. Like a couple youngins are quitting Facebook. And, and, and was that is the trend. About, mm-hmm. That is the trend. And I, and I just got thinking, I'm like, I, I can't because of the businesses and, and mm-hmm. our, the stations and our jobs. And, but and, and it was ironic because I didn't, I didn't really engage, but I had, um, I had like a couple bad, I just read a couple bad comments and it just, I don't know. Yeah. I do know. It's just, a, I, and I wrote, I commented on Ken's post and I said, wish I could do it because it is a cesspool sometimes. It is a soul sucking cesspool that it, I, 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 I it's, yes. Yeah, I, I've decided to, I mean, I, I do, you know, uh, for our jobs, I have one called McLean on air. Mm-hmm. I put things on there occasionally regarding business things. Yeah. Um, the only reason why I really get on Facebook through that is to look at people's events, you know, because a lot of, you can create a page if you have an event. But other than that, I kind of just put it out of my life. <laughs> yeah. Let me, I, I'll read. I found it. Can, uh, he's so well-spoken and... Let me just read you his post. He wrote, uh, I won't say the friend's name. Uh, I'll I'll change his name. Brian is dumping Facebook, following the footsteps of his friend and others their age. I don't blame them. Social media is said to be the purview of the young. But to be honest, I don't think it works for many young people. It makes them mean and even more neurotic. It makes politics too personal and personal issues too political. It preys on immaturity and insecurity. And it is a sexual swamp. Facebook is better for people who grew up without it, whose sex lives are more complacent, whose need whose need to prove themselves less urgent, whose social skills are more developed. Uh, blah blah blah. Um, and then yeah, he goes on to uh, yeah. They they found Ken writes. My friends found it too overwhelming and will be happier without it. Yeah, I huh. don't. I don't often check it. Um, I don't check my talks a lot. Um, but but my talks has kind of calmed down. I mean, there's a rough period there, well documented. But I'll go on. My talk is kind of a safe place. I don't really read a lot of negativity there. Um, I stay away from like sometimes the Jason show because it's a visual, you know, it's a television show. So people, this isn't a complaint. I'm just saying because it's TV, people complain. You know, people feel the permission to not just give constructive criticism, but sometimes to just be 
mean about physicality. It's so silly. Why and, it, they, and, yeah. it, and not just with me, but a lot of my female colleagues. Oh, I'll never for sure. I, I'll, I, I, yeah, I'll, I'll never forget when I first started. I recently told the story to an audience member that asked about how I how I handle Facebook or how I handle social media. And I said, well, it was it was different back in the day. I said, but my first job in TV was at WCCO where I worked at the I was a dispatcher at 12 at night, midnight to 8 a.m. And then I moved up to the assignment desk. And when I moved up to the assignment desk, which is kind of the heart of the newsroom, my talkers, it's the it's the brain. It's the, the kind of the central nervous system there. Um, all the of the tip calls come through. They will what used to come through the, the assignment desk and you would not believe and she wouldn't mind me telling the story because I've said it publicly before. You would not believe the calls and emails I would receive about Amelia's hair. Amelia Santanello, for those not in this market, she's, um, well, she's first and foremost like my sister. And she's uh, uh, the main anchor at, at WCCO Television. Um, you would not believe the, the, the regularity of comments about, what Amelia was wearing and her necklace and her hair and just all the superficial stuff. And even as a 22 year old, I remember thinking, this is a lot of energy, girl. <laughs> this oh, is a, yeah. You are exhibiting a lot of energy to f- look up the number. Because back yep. in those days, Lex, you had to go to the phone book to That's look right. up CCO's number, right? Like you still do. Now it's a booster seat, but you're uh, right. Yes, on your rotary phone. Here's audio again of Alexis. Yep, hold real on phone. a second. Let me That's get right. the right. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. But it just always, I would roll my eyes like, ma'am. And and what what was it? It's, um, I think it's a, an interesting, maybe social experiment or social observation. The majority of those calls were from other women. Yeah. It was women ripping other women. I don't, I mean, yeah, there would be the occasional dude that would call, but those comments were usually like, oh, she's good looking. <laughs> they were usually mervy pervy or gross. Ugh. But women were harsh, girl. Oh, they it's were crazy. Harsh. This is universal. Like my friends who are in TV and other, you know, uh, cities and stuff, it's like just because you. Can you please listen to what they're saying instead of just commenting on their physical appearance? Like they would call constantly. I have a friend whose weight sort of goes up and down. Oh, my gosh. Still to this day, every time, you know, it's just like she's gained weight again. And I just want to let her know that, you know, it's just insane. (laughs) And it's just it's hurtful. And just don't do that. It's just because a woman is on TV doesn't mean she's just there for you to comment on her appearance. How about listen to what she's saying? Exactly. And and the reason I'm bringing this up is. Ain't nobody feeling bad for people on television, nor should you. We all are, you know, folks in these types of jobs, we are very blessed. I say it all the time. Mm -hmm. There are a finite number of these jobs, Uh and we are lucky to have them. The reason I'm bringing it up is is the word that Dawn just used, universal. My hope is, and when I was was reading that post on about Facebook on Facebook, and then I read some comments myself yesterday that I had to deal with, I thought my, my... my pervasive thought was, do the people that write these comments, whether it's to a TV person or maybe just your sister <laughs> that you are passively, passively, aggressively being a bitchy to on Facebook before you hit that send button, realize and think that there is a human being on the other side of that comment. 
Yeah. And, and I, I don't, th- right, Lex? I don't think people guess, stop and think about no, that. No, because their life is so miserable. I think about the people who are writing these messages. Like, I know think about do. their yeah. reality. And that's where I'm like, oh, I feel, you could say whatever you want about my hair or whatever. I like it. But you know what? Um, look at you. There's just no self-reflection. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's no, I just feel worse for the person who's writing it. Like, what kind of life do you have? Your life sucks. Yeah. And I know, you know, when I do, you always, you always do that f- for me and for us when we have these conversations and we've had many of these types of conversations when we discuss and debate and analyze social media. Uh, and and I always appreciate that point of view. And you know what's funny though, when those comments are directed at you. I'm not saying words don't hurt. Oh, no, I'm not no, no, saying oh, yeah. that at all, but I'm just oh, thinking, no, no, no. I always think right away like, Wow. Yes. What do you do all day? How horrible. <laughs> I mean, would you just um, also, if you, before you hit send, if you wouldn't walk up to me and say that to <laughs> right. me to my face and go, well, it looks like you've gained some weight. Like, then don't put it online mm-hmm. yeah. or don't whatever what? comment it is, you know? Yeah. It, it was just the comments that I was dealing with yesterday were, were, uh, were directed at a female and I just thought, wow, yeah, it's- wow. And I did, Lex, I actually did think of what <sighs> you always said. I thought, what is up? I did, actually. The first thing was, what is up with this person? Like, what is, what, what bad day are they having? <laughs> yeah. But, it, but then my second thought was, m- my through line all the time is, before you hit that button, mm-hmm. think, think about the fact that whether they're a public person or not, they're people. Yeah, because we all have thoughts like that, don't we? But we can filter yes, out and do. go, you know what? That was that was about me. I'm feeling a little bit, you know, not so good about myself today. But it takes a special kind of misery to call in, to write an email, to shoot out a, a, a social media message and feel kind of good about that. You're like, yeah. whoa. Yeah, it's never going to. I mean, I wouldn't feel good about it. No. Yeah. Lex, that's what we should have called our show, a special kind of misery. I like that. <laughs> that'll, be the, like that. that'll be the title of, uh, uh, of years 11 to 20 or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Special, a special type of misery yeah. with Jace, Lex, and Dog. That's right. I love that. Oh. Six, 642. Uh, maybe, you know what? We'll, the, the, so this is an interesting conversation. Maybe we'll open up the phone lines in the 8 o'clock hour and talk more about you guys, all of you listening. I would like to hear your point of view as people that aren't public individuals like what what do you deal with that drives you nuts on social media that that could be a fun conversation don't call now we'll do it a little bit later 642 we're gonna take a break we'll be back after sean mendez lost in japan bringing us back on this thursday morning 648 jason and alexis in the morning on my talk 1071 i'm jace with lex and don mcclain Lex, speaking of Sean Mendez, uh, yeah, I hope this doesn't jinx you. Have you heard from Calvin Klein about your pitch for uh, Granny Panty Line? Uh, not yet. Okay. Granny Panty can- extra campaign. Extra wide bands. Yep. No. Extra fabric. I mean, imagine that logo on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. Email's been Lex. sent. We'll see. I'm wishing you. I uh, wishing you success. Hmm. Thank Good you. Good luck on that. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. We already have the commercial planned out. We're gonna. We're ordering a burrito. And then um, we're going to do some skydiving. I'm just to prove, you know. 
Oh, so you're going to, in your granny panties, in your granny order panties. burritos mm-hmm. and then skydive? Pretty much, yeah. I don't know if burritos and skydiving go together very well. <laughs> well, so hopefully there's mm-hmm. no one behind you. Let's hope. Especially if you're doing a tandem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. I need to be in the that. back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, then you'd be okay. controlling everything. So oh, yeah. You have to have nope. at least a thousand jumps to do that. Well, so. see, that's, yeah. Yeah. Okay, then nope. That's And Dawn knows. She's, Dawn, how many skydives have you done? Um, let's see. I would say unassisted, like by myself, 37. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Advanced, you know, no, up there at 14,000 feet. Wait, you said by yourself, so you're not with anybody. Just, you just do, you pull the string and. Uh, yeah, I'm not doing, yeah, that's outside of doing a tandem. So I started taking lessons to get my advanced uh. free fall license. And so they are with you out there. They jump out with you and they're next to you and they watch you do acrobatics, you know, because you have. Things that you have to test for, like, okay, you got to do this and that and all these moves and then... Triple axles. <clears throat> yeah, in the air. Yep. Round offs. Super fun. Are um, you are you ever scared? Um, I There are times, like, right... W- this is what's scary, and I don't know how to get rid of this fear. I haven't done a skydive in at least, like, it's been since... Or it's been, like, 10 years now. It's been a long time. Oh, wow. Um, but when the door opens in that Cessna plan, plane, and I always say... <laughs> To myself, I do the sign of the cross, and I say, "Jesus, take the parachute!" <laughs> like Jesus, take the wheel. Yeah, yes. I say it to myself. I have all these little rituals because I'm like, I need, you know, it's that fear when the door opens and you look out, and the perspective is so oh. strange. Oh my gosh! You know, because you're like, I'm gonna go out of that right now. I'm leaving a perfectly good airplane, <laughs> is what yeah. I would be thinking. And I told my um, my teacher, my jump master, one time. He is amazing. He is a military. Um, sergeant and trains military how to jump out of planes uh, i said i i just feel like when i'm in the door because it's like 120 miles an hour that's how fast you're falling and also the wind speed is like 90 at you whenever yeah, you're standing in the, the door yeah. and i'm like i just it's so hard sometimes it's hard to steady myself at the door you know to, to jump out correctly and he goes well what are you afraid of i'm like i don't know just falling out he goes that's what we're doing we're falling so so what so you fall out weird then you write yourself once you get when she started tumbling, you know how to do that. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah, that's what we're doing, falling. So <laughs> get over oh, it. Yeah, he's like, come on, buckle like, up, let's do this. <laughs> just jump. Oh, <laughs> oh my I, gosh, it's such an adrenaline rush. It's just amazing. I, I was addicted to it for a while, and it is expensive. So. I, is it, I was, that was going to be my next question. Mm. Can you give us an average of how much skydiving costs? I mean, I, because I went crazy and just like, um, spent a lot of money in three months, you know, trying to pursue and get that first license. I spent like 2000 so okay. not too bad. And then I bought a parachute, too, which okay. was a little under 2000 Lex, oh my, I, gosh. Wow. my apologies if you, we've covered this over never the done ten it. and a half years. Nope. Yeah, thank you. Nope. I didn't think you did, but would I've been you parasailing, do it? and that was really fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've done that, too. I love to water ski. Mm, uh, girl, I ain't no damn squirrel. <laughs> I am not water skiing. I'm not oh, it's jumping so, out of you planes. You'd be good at it, too, with your big toes. Oh. Good balance there. Mm-hmm. But um, I have not jumped out I of a plane. Yeah, you do. I do, yeah. You do. I have not uh, jumped out of a plane. I don't know. Maybe one day I'll decide oh, that that would so be a good fun. idea to try it. It's great. Oh, no. Um, I just, again, perfect hashtag. Perfectly jumping, good airplane though, that you're leaving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I won't do that. No. Yeah, the recoil scares oh, me. Oh, scares me to death. Oh, and you open your chute? Well, 
Oh it, no, but bungee jumping. Oh, bungee but, jumping. Okay, but yeah. if that happens too, that I didn't know. It does jerk yeah, your body. Just jerk. It mm. does, but it depends on how the person packed the parachute. It's really important if they packed it kind of not that great. You'll know. <laughs> you so you there has it. to be a special fold or something. Oh, you don't it's, just yeah. I mean, in it's there. part of getting your license. You have to start packing parachutes, and I didn't make it to that level yet because I'm a hobby hopper and I have a tendency to start something and never master it. Oh. <laughs> So I don't pack parachutes, you know, but yeah, that was the next hobby, step. Or holly ho- uh, yeah, hobby that's hopper. me. Your yeah. hobby, yeah. Yeah, I'm a yeah. hobby hopper. hopper. Yeah, yeah. Have you had a moment? Now you said a moment mm-hmm. of scared when the door opens. Have you had a scary uh-huh. moment? Maybe a weird sound. Maybe oh. the during the fall that yes. you thought, "Oh, Jesus is not <laughs> with me." Yeah, and these are my final moments. I have actually yes. Um, so. You're not supposed to jump out in the rain. When we went up one time Uh to test, my last test I took actually, um, you know, it started raining while we were going up there and we didn't really know. So when the door opened, we felt it. And my jump master looked at me and he, um, we, we jumped out. I had like at least 10 things I had to do, like as far as moves go and acrobatics. And I got uh, through, I almost had them all done and he was doing the signal. He got right in front of my face flew around me and he did this signal which means pull your parachute oh, um which is basically two together. fingers pointing at each other and he was i'm like pull why do i need to pull now i'm not done you know <laughs> and um the like, look on uh, his face rain. was like uh so um it was because that felt like knives going into my face raindrops oh my gosh and i bet skydivers always joke it's the pointy end of the raindrop because you're falling <laughs> but um when i landed i knew it was a big deal because all of the other instructors came out to meet me in the field where i landed and they were just looking at me like are you okay and i had little red dots all over my face because <laughs> like getting hit in the face painful. with paintballs yeah it's like are you okay like it felt like i would be bleeding when i landed oh my oh. god so that was also there was another time whenever i if your parachute opens strange and your lines are twisted there's things that you have to do to get yourself out of that it could mean that you have to cut away that parachute and start free falling again because you have two parachutes in your chute so you might have to pull your reserve and there was a moment when i almost had to pull my reserve but i did kick myself out of it and i felt like it was divine intervention that i actually did that i felt like something helped me up there not today satan not today i always thought too that you said you landed in a field Mm -hmm. would you rather that or in the ocean oh my god what are you are you i would think the ocean is better i'm sorry then you have to take off a like a 60 pound pack i mean that's Water jumping is something, but no. You hit the ground and you're gone. You hit the ocean, you might have a chance. Not if you're swimming with me, girl. I would (laughs) swear let you you be eaten. Oh, my Lord. (laughs) I mean, if your shirt didn't open, that's another story. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to take a break. We'll be be back after this. (laughs)